Hi, and welcome to Figure of Speech, a program from WRBH where every week you can meet local poets and writers from the New Orleans community and listen to them share their work. This episode, we're going to welcome on some younger poets in our community who are, in fact, students at Riverdale High School, a part of their poetry club there. Take a listen. My name is Gustavo Costa, and my favorite book is The Two Towers by Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien, which is also my favorite writer. And I like, I love to write poetry because poetry allows me to write about things I'm too afraid to talk about. This first poem, it's called Unlimited Concerns, which I wrote in my creative writing class uh, with uh, Mr. Daniels, advice and it's kind of personal because it talks about the the different thoughts that comes through my mind when I'm alone and concerns that sometimes the problems that I myself create that might not even exist so it begins I'm trying to find a place on this earth to lose myself in silence where the voices in my mind can shut up and die. All the questions, unlimited concerns that my mind creates to torture itself in the darkness when the lights are off and I look into myself searching for something good. I find nothing but a bag of frustrations, a sack of bad choices, weighing down my conscience, hours spent living fantasies, but there is no restart. Feelings of guilt corrosive like acid. Soon, I feel my body sinking and my stomach crying for food. I turn on the TV. I turn myself off. I lock it down. All these thoughts, I've thought myself 100 times. Uh, the second poem, it's called We Dreamed. And after the, the shooting, the, the high school shooting that happened, I wrote it inspired and, you know, the losses of the families and, and everything that happened. And it says, When I was 10 years old, I dreamed of being an astronaut so I could touch the stars. When I was 13, I wanted to be an engineer, to build the future I saw in my dreams. When I was 16, I thought of being a teacher, to see the light in the eyes of the children. When I was 18, I dreamed to be a singer and put my heart into the melodies of my guitar. Now, I just want to get out of high school. However, I know I can be anything I want to be. Nicholas, 17. Carmen, 16. Peter, 15. Alyssa, 14. And others, 13 human beings exempted of being. And many hundreds more can no longer dream. Many families are left incomplete. Many mothers drowned in tears. How many teachers must we lose to find our humanity again? 
how many future singers, doctors, and astronauts must be compassed so we can see what we must see and not what we want to see. I have a dream that one day we will forget our differences and ignorance so we can find balance between our freedom and safety. And I know when the day comes, our fathers will look down at us with pride. And this third poem, it's called Sleepless. My eye bags are proof of endless nights in the dark, places where my mind's doomed and drafts and pencils are found. A missing love there rests, immobile and hugged by dirt. Its long arm I grab, but tired, I hold it inert. I try to remember where its secrets are hidden so I can find them and be glad in it. For sweet songs I listen, so sad a melody plays from my heart where truth is heard, endless days and more, where I learn to obey. Suddenly, freedom seems where I begin to pay for these woven dreams. And that's it. <laughs> my name is Macy Hernandez, and I'm originally from Honduras, and I moved here when I was five, and I go to Riverdale High School. My favorite book right now is A Long Way Gone. It's a memoir by, um, of a boy soldier by Ishmael Bey, and he inspires me so much because um, it's his journey and how he, he came here to America. And although he, like, struggled so much in life, he still succeeded to make it to a great school and in life. So poem I wrote is called Unlimited Goodbyes. You left me with a simple goodbye, a dense word but somehow still floating in the air, like a balloon filled with helium, higher into the atmosphere. These unlimited goodbyes appear like ghosts, knowing they will hurt me, your voice growing louder, echoing through my mind, leaving through the door. I see radiant light, through the cracks. I have had many hellos and have fed them the sweetest of waters and tended to their weeds, helping them grow stronger, pricking my finger on their thorns. A bitter taste left on my tongue. We always want more good and hate the word attached to it. Bye. My name is Allison Steer, and my favorite author is Jillian Flynn. My favorite book is Gone Girl, and I love poetry because it is a way for me to let out all of my emotions. Pain and Pleasure Running streams over unsure skin Legs comforted by silk The pressure of silence Stitched into my fingertips Darkness glides down walls Into our system You forget your hands or tools the damp silk breaks through elements, seeping into forgotten memories. Strands that have defined the beauty of what I once knew as morals, rivers over my back and through timelines. I allowed myself to grow into something that I feared. Jewels laid once on planes of virtue now frame the lies in my memories. I grab my metal and strip my locks, 
to keep my mind purely unlocked. Forgetting the pleasure takes the pain with it. Rain. A drop of water makes a small puddle, then slides down like a river. More and more comes falling down from the gray clouds. I roll the car window down, just enough that I can feel the rain on my hands. Life is in the rain. Emotion, knowledge, all pouring down onto my fingertips. I feel the love, the sorrow, the anger. The windshield now a waterfall, the weight of everything dripping down. I gently touch my face and the wet, raw emotion gliding down my cheeks and neck rubbing it on my lips as a soft kiss from the one I love. I place a hand on the door and I open it. My feet fall into an ocean, a cool embrace. As I raise my head, I open my eyes knowing that I am falling in love with the rain. I am falling in love with life and what it gives. Silence. Silence is a craving which I will never fulfill. Forever stuck in my own sea of screams, secrets are so loud to the ones who keep them. They screech in your ears, especially at night, when thoughts come alive like a beast. You feed it or you kill it. I tried, but my shaken hands are too wounded, so I nurture the burden feeding it parts of myself till it is satisfied. To those on the outside, it is a whisper they will never notice. Hi, my name is Alyssa Weaver, and I am from Riverdale High School. Right now, my favorite book is The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak, and it's just a really great book, really well-written, and it really makes you cry as you read along with it. And then now today I'm going to be sharing three poems that I've written for you today. And the first one is titled Dance. All I remember is darkness. The little Christmas lights hanging on the bleachers. Bad music blaring in my ears and everyone dancing in the gym. This all made my head hurt. It seemed like an out-of-body experience. My body was there, but my mind, it wandered the gym. Watching people with with their friends. I just sat there, groups upon groups, forming something like a beehive, all moving together, creating a swarm. Some moved stiff and jagged, but others hung, slow and smooth. People running around from place to place, looking for a place to sit, moving from group to group. It's the flowers they were seeking. The room buzzed with sound. Seeing this all happening, it seemed like to be for the first time, not hearing anything they said, people surrounding, but I, my mind wandered alone. I wrote this poem because I went to a dance that I really didn't want to go to, so sitting there I was miserable and just watched everyone the whole time. My second poem is titled, The End. The end should never be with a bang with people running all around you. The end should be with age, laying in bed, with family all around you. The end should not be filled with tears or of anger, with family members waiting, wanting answers. 
the end should be filled with tears of joy, knowing they lived the best life, the end. So we were right, this was right after the school shooting in Florida, and we were asked to write a poem or a short story, and this kind of poem jumped at me immediately. So that's kind of why I wrote it. And my third and final poem is, it's called Unlimited Thoughts. Memories, the worst thing known to mankind. The thing you remember holding you back. They keep you pinned against the wall, filled with unlimited thoughts. Hurting, pulling you apart. Sharp things piercing your mind. The pain of overthinking. People saying, it's okay, and walking away. The things said is hard to make them say and walk away. The things said, it's hard to make them stay. The needles of thought should slowly fade. Timeless, happy feelings. The love smell of cookies. That thing your friend did to make you laugh. Laughter towards turns to tears of joy. Happiness fills your heart. It holds you tight and stops time. You know you have changed and the tides have turned. New memories carving the old pain. Unlimited thoughts brought to life. And thank you. Those were my three poems. I hope you enjoy. My name is Sarah Brown, and this poem is untitled. My breathing would get easier, filled with fire. I buried all my empathy under the tree that used to shade me away from the flame. I started sprouting empathy. I'm so used to the pain, I never thought I'd see. My mind filling with what ifs. What if I could get away? If I could pray, would I even be able to speak if I can't breathe? But I'm afraid of losing connection with my wavelength. I can see the raging river from here. Is it wrong of me to want the chaos to remain? Cause it's all I've ever known. We speak only in vain, but you cannot speak the same. The walls I would confide in, now wanting to divulge in my feelings. I can see heaven from here. This poem is called Sunlight. The sun, the feeling of warmth engulfed her. The sights she always thought were so out of reach had been living in her. She wished to taste the sun, a beautiful chaos, grass showering her feet with kisses, the welcoming of the flowers. They bloomed for her because of her. There was always the question in the back of her mind, why could I not have been part of this? She belonged here and nowhere else. Lost in this, she forgot the path home. It didn't bother her. The longer she stayed, the more her legs rooted into the ground. The more her skin turned into soil. Here she would lay forever and never feel gone. The light and laid in her would shine and shower on the plants. The sun stopped setting to be as gorgeous as the flowers she picked. She felt it in her veins, becoming herself. This poem is called Don't Forget Where You Belong. Like someone showing you love for the first time, she never knew it could be so divine. Was never one to follow the crowd. For that, they gave her hell. Innocence is what they're, they're drawn to, latching on. Using your battle scars as trophies, given so they can take over. Falling for the same tricks, they tripped up everyone else. You're not going to make it. 
build up a world of magic around you, but all of your walls are broken down, queen of the pity party, and I can't help but feel empathy. Hi, my name is Donna. My favorite novel is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I just gravitate towards crime mysteries a lot. I think it's boring at first, but as it goes on, crime unfolds and it's just a great read. Poetry is just something where I get my feelings out the second I feel them. Um, it's easy to just write down my thoughts and my feelings in a place where I can clear my head out and understand what I'm thinking and feeling. My poem is Of Wonders. Every morning I wake, the sky seems to change. The wind takes a different direction. In every variation, it seems something new that we choose to ignore, always afraid to see something true and beautiful, something that could shock our soul into complete bliss. We hang our heads low, sugarcoating everything with a pathetic excuse to make our minds feel at ease, but not I. Oh, how I love the wind's new take of the day, how I adore the smell rays of sun that come down just to caress my golden pale face, how I take pride in knowing of all the truths of our magnificent world of wonders. How can one not see the elegance, minds that once denied its excellence? Soon we'll accept and venture out into our universe. It hopes with all its magnificence that we'll see more innocent beauty untainted by our scared minds, my green orbs set on stars of wonder and constellations full of splendor and light. The world's gift to you. Silence is what holds our society together. Everything being said isn't what should be said. Very few break the silence. Very few break free from society and its prison. Women who are statuesque and beautiful are praised, even if they are made by a knife. The world wrapped around their finger. Behind doors, small crystals roll down their porcelain cheeks, never allowed to show true emotion. Men left as vacant shells, sexuality being tested. Harsh lines drawn defining what a real man is. Tall, strong, and handsome. Muffled cries from the corner of a bedroom too scared to be any less. We all sit in silence, a never-ending dominance looming over us. Surprise, it's just us, you and me, me and you. It's our beautiful, sad minds placing their invisible, strong hands around us, forever controlling our perceptions of men and women. Fall. The first time my family was ever a real family was when it was fall. I was 11 and freezing but the feeling of unity kept me warm. Cold, small hands waited eagerly for the football to be thrown, the men of the house laughing for the first time in months. Real happiness played upon our young faces, orange and red leaves blew around our feet. Moments like these are rare, too rare, our happiness always on the back burner. Wide smiles, bright smiles, real smiles. We hide our happiness. Our lives are mysteries to one another, but my heart is full. Cold hands waited eagerly for that ball to be thrown again, always waiting. The men of the house came back just to tell me no. My happiness, soon a memory. Now every fall, the leaves never fall.
Again, those were some of the students from Riverdale High School who are in the poetry club there. Up next, we're going to welcome on Matt Daniel, who is a teacher at Riverdale for creative writing, as well as the sponsor for the poetry club. So I'm sitting here with Matt Daniel, who organized the poetry club at Riverdale High School. How are you doing today, Matt? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for bringing these students on to to kind of talk and read some of their work. Um, Tell me a little bit about how the Poetry Club came to be. Yeah, of course. Uh, Well, uh, it will come as no surprise to people that there is sort of a dearth of creative programs in schools at the moment. And uh, kids really miss that. And uh, three years ago when I started teaching at Riverdale, multiple students approached me about starting some sort of writing club I teach creative writing at Riverdale, uh, but unfortunately not every student takes that. It's just an elective, and uh, there there can only be so many kids that sign up for it. So uh, the kids who were not in that class ended up petitioning to start a club, and I was happy to to sponsor that. No, I think that's great. Uh, Tell me a little bit about kind of your approach to to fostering that. And are you more hands-off? Are you kind of pushing certain directions or trying just to help people? Or what are you doing? Uh, I'm... I'm very hands-off. Uh, I, I feel like figuring out your voice as a writer is critical to your development, not just as a writer, but as a person in general in high school. In New Orleans, there's such a a premium put on like your cultural identity and who you are as a person. And fostering that as a teacher is definitely one of my biggest missions. No, I think that's great. And I, I know looking and hearing some of the work, it kind of speaks for itself in this way. And you've got to be really proud to see what your students are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the greatest reward of being a teacher. Uh, feeling, it, it doesn't matter to me what they write about, uh, as long as it feels authentic, it feels like they're truly expressing themselves. And uh, Any time that I get a sense of that, it is a, a huge boost and really makes my day. No, I can imagine that. Well, one fun question before we go. Uh, what poem or, or selected series of poems really influenced your own love of poetry? Ooh, I, I really love Margaret Atwood. Yeah. Um, I, really, anything she does is, is my jam as far as poetry goes. Uh, she she just approaches things with such a quirkiness, such a, a unique perspective. There's there's one poem in particular that I teach in my creative writing class called February. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not actually. Uh, she she goes into the themes of renewal in that season and uh, also romance with Valentine's Day and really skewers all of it. Okay. <laughs> nice. So uh, I, I appreciate her perspective always on poetry. Would you mind sharing that poem for us? Yeah, of course. Uh, so again, this is February by Margaret Atwood. Winter, time to eat fat and watch hockey. In the pewter mornings, the cat, a black fur sausage with yellow Houdini eyes, jumps up on the bed and tries to get onto my head. It's his way of telling whether or not I'm dead. If I'm not, he wants to be scratched. If I am, he'll think of something. He settles on my chest, breathing his breath of burped-up meats and musty sofas, purring like a washboard. Some other tomcat, not yet a Capone, has been spraying our front door, declaring war. It's all about sex and territory, which are what will finish us off in the long run. Some cat owners around here should snip a few testicles. If we wise hominids were sensible, we'd do that too, or eat our young like sharks. 
But it's love that does us in. Over and over again, he shoots, he scores, and famine crouches in the bed sheets, ambushing the pulsing aider down, and the wind chill factor hits 30 below, and pollution pours out of our chimneys to keep us warm. February, month of despair, with a skewered heart in the center. I think dire thoughts and lust for french fries with a splash of vinegar. Cat, enough of your greedy whining and your small pink bumhole. Off my face. You're the life principle, more or less. So get going on a little optimism around here. Get rid of death. Celebrate increase. Make it be spring. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, awesome. Well, Matt, thanks so much for, for being here and for allowing your students to come on the air. Of course. Thank you for having us. That was Matt Daniel, a teacher of creative writing at Riverdale High School and the sponsor for the school's Poetry Club. Before that, you heard students from Riverdale High School and the Poetry Club reading their own work. And that's our show. You've been listening to Figure of Speech, a new community poetry and writing program from WRBH. You can hear us every Saturday at 1 p.m. and every Monday at 9 p.m. for more great New Orleans writing. Thanks for listening.